Welcome to another edition of Strange New Pod. I'm your fleet admiral and host, Julian Brown, alongside the best bridge crew, this side of a Kelvin-shaped salt shaker. Want one of I those? Want one. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Commander Hawk is here, and it's a Kelvin episode, so Hawk, give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby, one more time. Give me that sweet Nero. Let's go. It has happened. I watched it happen. I saw it happen. Don't tell me it didn't happen. There it is. That's my man. Hell yeah. Love it. Subcommander Giraffe is here and has seen Ethan Peck's abs. Still waiting to see Quinto's abs on screen. Hey, we deserve the bat signal on the big screen. It's true. It's true. Right? 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 And of course, our resident Kelvin expert, Commander MC, is here ready to throw down and crack skulls like Khan if she's here. Uh, if she hears any bad opinions tonight, y'all know who you are. There are some bad ones. There are some good ones. It's going to be a fun show. Welcome back. Welcome aboard. How we doing? A lot more excited now that we're going to be talking about Kelvin. <laughs> hey, um, Julian is definitely not a fleet admiral. You don't know. Tonight, I might be a bad admiral because off mic, I was telling these guys, pretty bad day. It's one of those days where it's like, the hero becomes the villain. I'm having one of those days where I could go bad mm. admiral. It's like, it's right there. He's our dad admiral. A lot of why I want to turn bad admiral is because of me being a dad admiral. I'm just saying. It's been Choices one of those made. days. Choices were made. Choices <laughs> were made. I'm a dad admiral for now. I want to say that um, I survived the floods <laughs> because people asked me. Um uh, I we're fine. Uh, literally, I think I live. If I had lived like two blocks down, we would not have been. But thanks to uh, being slightly higher than the rest of my neighborhood, I was fine. Um, even managed to keep my car. So, hey, yeah. hey, yo, that's good because warming. that thing would have washed <laughs> right away. Dude, that thing would have been gone. I have. Um, it's I have a clown car. It's a mobile. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It doesn't pollute. That's why we're in this situation to start with. So <laughs> very true. I do my part. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, I have an SUV, but no, we're fine. Uh, it's still okay. Hold hold up. Somehow. You don't have an SUV. It may no, be five doors. Okay, I thought you said you do have an SUV. It may no, be five doors, but it's not an SUV. No, it's not. No, it's and it not. holds together with duct tape. So you know, I'm. It does. I've getting seen all it. the mileage I can out of that. <laughs> I think we're going to be driving together to Vegas in it. If if my in plans it? no, still I don't. Work. I, oh no, you're renting. You're you're going to. I rent, rent a car to go to Vegas. This <laughs> thing right. doesn't go to Vegas. What are you talking about? <laughs> we, we'd get stuck in the <laughs> desert and and die. Um, yeah, if you really want to meet the, the desert, we can drive that car to Vegas. I'm just saying this episode <laughs> might not end up talking about Star Trek tonight. I'm just like we could just talk about dying in a desert you ask me how i was oh I, no 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 i'm 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 with you i want i want to have these conversations tonight <laughs> i will drag us on to talking about Kelvin. you will i know you will i know you will hawks hawks wearing his captain pike sweater he's ready to go i thought this was my leslie crusher it's it's like bordering on like jeffrey hunter captain pike though yeah i can see that yeah, yeah. uh chat is hopping tonight Make sure to keep your questions and comments coming all night long. Um, where's Vice Admiral Eric? He's been gone two weeks. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Vice Admiral Eric fell victim to an unfortunate turbolift incident. 
So uh, we we think he's okay. Uh, we're gonna, he's in sick bay somewhere. He's in sick bay somewhere. We're gonna we're Canadian gonna, sick bay is Canadian not something that takes a long I heard time. It, I heard it was a blue plastic barrel. Uh, the blue plastic barrels will get you every single time. Watch out, Worf. Um, speaking of what's going on tonight, no blue plastic barrels are going to fall on us. I hope um, a virus might take over my last day of her life computer. This is the last podcast that will be done on this computer. Thank God. Praise. Praise be. Um, tonight, Param. Uh, actually, I, I read it. Oh, did somebody change? Did somebody fix my it, you, typo? You, 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 you had, you had. Um, that was yeah, intentional. Did. It was intentional. It was intentional. It was meant to <laughs> be a joke, MC. <laughs> so I'm still going to say I it. I have no idea. I didn't read the outline. And, and MC fixed <laughs> it, the typo. It, it, it looked like you had done a find and replace. Nope. It was, it was meant as a joke because of the news today. But I appreciate you looking out for me all the same. Anywho, Sky Dance Amount says that Star Trek 4 is still on. If you don't get the joke, Skydance is possibly acquiring Paramount. Um, maybe a sale to them might actually make that happen because they've been like the co-studio on the Kelvin films. So maybe they move things along. We're going to talk a lot more about that next week. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, but seriously, no bullshit. Like that could actually help. Uh, now a Kelvin prequel? Whatever that means. I'm still trying to Wrap my head around that one. That's been announced. It's uh, part two of our Star Trek movies wants and don't wants series. A lot of good mailbags this week on this. It's going to be a good conversation. Um, before we get to that, we have patrons we have to thank. I haven't done it in a while, so I thought I'll just do it. We'll move things along. I'm going to thank our amazing Ready Room patrons and uh, also... I know a few of you have already started getting your pins. They are in the mail. Let us see them when you get them. Every single patron, no matter your level, is getting a pin. So look out for them. But thank you to our Ready Room level patrons and above. Simon Steger, Jeff Reeve, Mariah Gossett, Jen Stein, Tina Alexander, Joe Saparito, Noe Santos, Kang Hui, Takako Nagumo, Fernando Nogales, SMK, Laura Linderman, Colin Davidson, Jessco, Michael Graham, Emily and Travis, Gildara, Cassie, Blue Chew, Andorian Acronism, Maggie Light, Tarina Killikis, Wayne Ritz, Skonavark, Sean, Jay Howard, Anna Yerdanon, Mahalani Uchiyama, Matt Harker, Davey Willett, Tara Pollan, Slope 74, Rude Parakey, Joshua Miller, Adam Sanders, Erice Benjin, Lanky Guy, Aaron Waltke, Carl Angoli, Michael Kwan, TJ Mayer, Caitlin, Elizabeth Dean, Jim McMahon, Time Lords having a Starfleet, you're still illegal, stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sindano317, Puka Hair, Three Fry Short, Cat Tippe, Tripping the Read Alert over a Pineapple, Sean Manning, Congressional Baseball Fan, Chris Waterman, RHCB, Martin Simpson, Seven Rasmussen, and Anna F. You all freaking rock. Let's go. Also, as always, a very big thank you to our amazing executive producers, which I forgot to put on the list, so I think I'm going to remember all of you. Simon Sager, Commander Chris, Chris Waterman, the Chief Ernesto Castagna, and Tara Pollan. Y'all help keep the lights on, pay for our shipping for all those fucking pins. Holy shit. Good for you um, doing that from memory. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm like three beers in. Um, yeah. We're doing good tonight. We're doing good. News. Not a lot to go on this week unless Giraffe has something, which she usually does. So I'm hoping maybe you have news or we could just move right along. First, get your last days of disco applications in. If you are a fellow podcast that wants to take part, 
closes on February 12th, I think, or when uh, submissions close. Get those in. It's going to be an amazing podcast festival. We already have a lot of great guests who are going to be taking part in that. And then our dear friends, none of us are wearing any Star Trek gear tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Dress wearing her uniform, but she's also wearing Miss Marvel. It is super cash January. Um, You can, however, get their awesome line of Star Trek stuff, Marvel stuff, Star Wars stuff, D&D stuff, 20% off your first order using our code STRANGE. Um, They just released like a brand new X-Men beanie that I really, really, really want. Uh, Kaylee, I want the Indiana Jones stuff. Oh, and Indiana Jones. Yeah. Mm. Maybe next package. Mm. When is shipping to Canada coming? When is shipping to Canada coming? That is a good question. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. But 20% off your first order at heroesandvillains.com. Um, Kaylee, if you're listening to X-Men Beanie. X-Men Beanie. Want it. Want it. <laughs> Need it. Need it in my life. They're still out of the Logan hoodie. That thing. Do you remember that Logan hoodie from New York Comic Con? Yeah, I MC? do. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so good. Oh, that's man. why it's still sold out. Cause that's why it's still sold out. I asked Kaylee, I was like, do you have any extra ones of those? She's like, nah, nope. Sorry. All gone. Oh, well. Um, Let's get into this. We're moving right along tonight. Uh, a lot of good mailbags. So we have a lot to get to. We are doing, we're going to do this in two parts. First, we're going to start, even though we probably should have started the prequel, but I wrote this outline over some beers. We're going to start in the present but past but present i don't know i mean it's star trek when is it ever the present never never thanks temporal agency uh star trek four wants and don't wants mc i know that you've been looking forward to this for a long time so we will start with you tonight and of course with a want what do you want from star trek four okay well I want Star Trek Four to happen. <laughs> I am seriously tired of having. I want to know queue what the up. hell is going on. <laughs> I'm tired of queuing up, quit playing games with my heart every time I hear news about this movie. Um, but on a, a serious note, because if we're talking about this actually happening, I want. Sorry, I'm hearing beeping. Uh, I think my headphones just turned off. Oh no. Tonight is the okay, night. Tonight is yeah, the of night. Of course. It is tonight the night. is the night. Yeah. Um, I um, want them to do something slower. I, we've had a lot of very action-packed Kelvin movies. Uh, and I think, I mean, all of the Star Trek movies really have been very action-forward. And I get, like, that big-budget, you know, movies... Um, are usually more action-packed. But one, I don't think Star Trek should be a big-budget movie. I think that they should kind of, like, scale it down. I've talked about this, I think, on other pod. I think I talked about it last week. The days of, like, the multi, almost billion-dollar movies, they can't do that anymore. Because, like, last year it proved, like, Nothing can sustain that. And Star Trek, uh, when they were doing the Kelvin movies, that was that's what was holding them back, is that they were spending way too much money on movies that didn't need them. And I would love to see them, and I think Chris Pine has even talked about this, um, doing like a slower, more um, diplomatic movie. Like I compare it to like The Undiscovered Country or Journey to Babel. Like do something more focused on the diplomacy of these characters. Like at this point... 
Or Star Trek uh, V. What does God need with a starship? Don't bring up that movie. Um, but the older, the God, the older movies. Uh, yeah, like uh, 2009, they were the young bucks. So, of course, everything was super exciting. But at this point, they're, I'm pretty sure they're, it's um, the same distance of time between Star Trek Beyond and when this movie would theoretically be coming out then as the end of TOS and the first the the motion picture so they're kind of like actually becoming more of the elder statesmen so let's less action adventure and more more of the diplomatic side of starfleet it's a good want i agree like the first three movies are just like boom 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 Let's see how many times we could shoot the Enterprise. Oh shit! Let's destroy it in the third movie. Enough. Let's do. Let's do some diplomatic stuff. Let's explore a strange new world. Let's do something like with whales. Let's do. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about <laughs> whales. Someone. Someone asked for whales in the in the mailbag. We are going to talk about whales. Um, while you are there, MC, can you read uh, Matt Harker's "Don't Want," please? Oh, you would give me this one to read. I would. Matt Harker's don't want. Don't want no more red matter. That's a terrible grammatic sentence there, sir. Okay, you don't want no more red matter. And dial back. So you want more red matters? Exactly, yeah. And (laughs) dial back on the Spock and Uhura dynamic. How oh, sir, you. we're having boo. words. Boo. We are having words. Oh. Mad boo, get out. <laughs> um, so are we just going to boo him or should I like, actually him. do I, the I mean, do you, the, you can tell him all the reasons he's wrong or we can move on. That's con- entirely up to you. Well, I mean, again, like talking about how it's been like 10 years since uh, the last Kelvin movie. And if you think that it was 10 five years before that was the first one they've been together for like 15 16 years um it's not they're not we're not going to start the fourth one it's like by the way we broke up again no well, you anything know you mean like seven and rafi definitely do that right <laughs> i mean you they could where? but if they they would definitely do that. <laughs> i mean yeah if they if they did i would do terrible things now th- instead of dialing back on the spot do it smartly instead of like like the these like make it all about drama. Just, just mention and like at the start of the movie that they're fucking married and then have it not be a big deal. Yeah, give me a give me a spurhura baby. I want a spurhura baby. Aww. Give me give me a Aww. spawn. Give me a little spawnling, please. Yes. So you took it yeah. even farther than I I did. <laughs> no, I, I like babies. Give me a baby. I want a baby on the I enterprise. Like baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like babies. I miss when my kids were babies, <laughs> so I'm being very like Oh, those were the days. And um, Tara was wondering if we are getting Zoe Saldana again. Zoe Saldana has said that she will come back for yeah. Star Trek. And also, she she's not doing anything, right? Like, all of her big budget box office stuff is done. Like, she's done with the Avatar. Like, didn't they film all of the no, Avatar movies no, already? He's actually no. about to start filming, like, in a few months for Avatar 3. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but it's the third. It's only they're only doing a trilogy on it, right? No, he's doing like five movies. So there's like what? three more. And she's yeah. a she's a known yeah. Trekkie, also. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but she's I also mean, doing like, she's that no Paramount longer, Plus spy series. She's doing the Paramount this the Paramount series, so she's in with Paramount, and she's not doing Marvel anymore. She, she's sure. done doing Gamora. Yep, yep. 
I still haven't watched Guardians Five Avatar three. movies, really? Five Avatar movies. Yep. I haven't seen the first one. I didn't. I think I seen the first one once so like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Way of the Water was <laughs> fine. It did not. I'm, I'm not. You know me. I'm not super into the Noble Savage not. bullshit. Yeah, so I'm like, I yeah. Yeah. I, yeah okay. I saw the uh, same. I saw, I saw it when it came. I guess I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it when it came to, you know, I think DVD or Blu-ray at the time. And it's like Dances with Wolves in Space. I know this. I Dances know this. with I've Wolves and Fern Gully. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Dances with Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, more Spahura, not less Spahura. Yes. Um, yeah, but we don't need red matter either. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't think there's a good way to bring it. But that was oh, oh red matter was only a thing in the first movie. It was, like it, it was and, a plot and, device. And it was a plot device to create the Kelvin verse, basically. So um I, I couldn't see them using it again. But I mean, let's not. I agree on that point. Like, we don't need to use it again. Yeah. Um, where are we? Hawk. Hey. What don't you want from Star well, Trek that Four? Is, that, that's a very interesting question. If you want a moment to think about it, I can read King's comment in the chat because yes, absolutely. Since disco is sadly ending, can we slip Michael into the Kelvin verse? Yes, absolutely. I on. want Kelvin Michael. <laughs> At least someone was brave enough to say it. And it should be Sonequa. <laughs> Period. That uh, that might make things confusing. Might though. make things confusing because like Zachary Quinto is not. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I've got a line with MC in that. You know, it's like, don't do the big explosions and that. I don't want the universe in jeopardy. I don't want the crew to be, you know, uh, the only ones not capable of, 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 of settling it. Um, yeah. Uh, go smaller. Do do something idea driven and that don't just like go wasting a lot of money on that trying to get asses in the seats who probably don't even really want to be there or belong there. You know, let's just get this crew together, show them as the elder statements and that at that, that point in their lives. Yeah, that's my don't want and that. Don't go big, go small. Mm-hmm. Come on, Paramount and that. You know, save some money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's something that Chris Pine has talked about. He's like, listen, like, the Star Trek fan base is, like, really well established. Like, there's not, like, you're not going to pull in, like, Marvel numbers on it. So just appeal to them and make it smaller. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. It's um, okay to have a movie that doesn't make a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. If it makes its budget back and, like, you know, some on top of it and that, then, you know, kudos. Perfect. Agreed. Um, let's see. Can you read Jill or Jay Woodman's want, please, for Star Trek 4? So Jay Woodman's want, my want, is a visual aesthetic without any lens flare, a steady camera, and scenes bright enough to see what's going on. I shouldn't have to wonder if I need to visit the eye doctor, be treated for motion sickness, or have a headache after watching a movie from my favorite franchise. As long as the movie holds the Star Trek values, I'll love it and I'm ready for whatever they want to bring on. I like the lens flares. And I also <laughs> feel like the lens flares were only like seriously a problem in 09 and Into Darkness and um, Beyond were not as poor. Yeah, and I don't want to say poor... Didn't have that stylistic choice. Let's put it like that. 
Um, I think by, I think by the time darkness rolled around, they'd already realized, you know, that was becoming a bit of an internet joke and that, you know, lens flare in the movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with the Calvin aesthetic. I think it's nice. Um, I, you know what's sad though? Like, I, I know we're going to talk about it later. Like, I know people were talking about, oh, love it. like, let's put them in like the Maroons for the next movie, which I, I kind of agree with. But like, the, the, in the darkness in 09 uniforms were a little bit like extra and cheese with like the deltas all over. But mm-hmm. the uniform they did for Beyond that was so like classic TOS, but just modernized perfectly, kind of like Strange New Worlds, was mm-hmm. like Chef's Kiss. Don't fuck with that. And the I EV would bring suits. that back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that like the EV jackets, like get them because you only had Chekhov and Kirk in them. Get them all into that at some point yeah. because oh, so beautiful. Yeah. And I, I, I would have to think that there was some inspiration taken from that for the jackets in Strange New Worlds because there, there's a little bit of correlation there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Eric Summers writes trying to convince the studio execs that it's okay to not make a billion dollars might be a struggle. Here's the thing with that. You could still make a non-action-packed Star Trek movie, market it correctly, save some budget, and make a billion dollars on it if it is the right movie and marketed well, which, let's face it, the marketing for Beyond fucking sucked. I it was the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. How the fuck did that movie like not have any promotion? They, How did they not have a novelization for it? They I, they uh, they released it at they showed it at Comic Con. Oh, it's the one they showed at Comic Con. Is it? There, is was, it? A, there was a screening at Comic Con Beyond, I think. But they wasn't it the one? Like people were talking, it was coming out like in just a couple of months, and like there was nothing for it. Like there was just there no was nothing for, for it. it. The fact that that movie lost the best makeup Oscar to fucking Suicide Squad just shows how little Paramount cared about it. Which is just obscene. Oh, yeah. man. Obscene. Ridiculous. I have buckets of salt about the way Paramount treated Beyond. I don't even love Beyond that much, but it did not deserve the the, like the shit um, so marketing that it got. It's got good elements. It's just... It's got Idris Elba Yeah, in, in fucking makeup. <laughs> like, give me, like, give me Idris Elba. Don't give me, like, alien makeup no, Idris Elba. I don't agree. Ah. I think, like, you know, for an actor, like, to be able to be that incredible, because, like, okay, I didn't wear, like, that much makeup, but the Roman makeup, like, moving your face yeah. with this product is so hard. Like, I had the impression that I could not move at all. And, like, to be able to, like, still convey, like, a, a character that is, like, terrifying and at the same time, like, you know that they're, like, unhinged and so on while wearing all that shit is fucking incredible. I mean, for him, it was, he was already established. He was, like, very famous. The, like, the, the problem with that. He didn't have that, to prove anything. No, he didn't have to prove anything. The problem with that makeup, though, is with the marketing that film got, like, I actually remember hearing, like, I don't know how many people knew until the end of the movie that that was Idris Elba, like, in the in the makeup. Like, it was just, like, his voice was unrecognizable. His, like, the, the makeup didn't, like, keep a lot of Idris Elba's features. Like, I think they could have done, it was still really cool. Like, they did a cool-ass makeup. It just, like, it did a disservice to him, I think, um, because he's such an amazing actor. Yeah, uh, the, the Kelvin movies is always... Except for the first one, which had just amazing um, marketing on it. The 
uh, Into Darkness and Beyond have real shit marketing. Into Darkness was amazing. Fight me. I mean, I'm I not saying that the you. film. I wasn't yes, saying the film wasn't good. I'm you. saying that. I'm saying the marketing for it was terrible because J.J. Abrams in his fucking mystery box and he's just like, oh, he's not con the entire oh, time. God. And then they um, ruined the secret in a fucking commercial spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. Into Darkness is not bad. It's just dumb. It's mm. dumb because yes. it's con, but you take away that, it's actually, I think, a really oh, yeah. good movie. And, like, and it's con played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Which is awful. Yeah. Yep. 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 Anyway. Off topic. We are way off topic. Giraffe, it is it is on you now. What do you want from Star Trek 4? I want a fresh aesthetics. Like I it's a it's a even like if like I know people want the Marines, but it's a world where literally everything has been shaken. Like it cannot evolve parallelly stylistically to the main timeline. Nope. Give me something. Right. Totally different. And, you know, like you were speaking about like politics, you know, I would love something about like what like the dis- the disappearance of Vulcan like created and so on. Like I would like to really know what happens when you take out like a warm fucking planet. Especially Not just a planet, the- but like a powerhouse. Yeah, the technological hub of the Federation. They are the creator. They are the inventor. Like, you know, like all the academies and they are, are there. Like, so... Um, you know how it impacted, for example, the development of science uh, compared to the main timeline. Like if we are, if we are the, you know, like the voyage home time ish, well, let's say, you know, how how mm-hmm. like you know behind the federation is or not? Like what who took the lead? What happened? But I know they're not gonna give me that because I'm like it's like four nerds. <laughs> <laughs> imagine marketing marketing this but i do want to see like fresh aesthetics because as much as i love like what they're doing like strange new worlds when it comes to uh the uniforms and like you know finding tos and so on i loved in discovery seeing like just new uniforms things that i had never seen like the new um you know the new colored like um uh, uniform like with the black band or like the the beautiful um, dress uniform that Michael has that is like burgundy. You remember oh, those things one? are gorgeous from mm, season yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. Like new lines, new thing. Like I want to see something I've not seen yet in Star Trek. So I know they're not going to do that because they're cowards. But <laughs> I mean, I totally, I totally agree with you. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people complained about like the look of the Enterprise being so different, and especially the size of the Enterprise being so different. Uh, but this is a world that is built from conflict. Uh, it was built from the the conflict of the Kelvin, and the three movies we've seen have, yeah, they have been like these, you know, possible quadrant ending problems coming up. So, yeah, things aren't going to be the TOS aesthetic of, you know, we're wearing our mini skirts and, you know. Yeah, no, this is. Overshirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very militaristic. That's why the whole, that was the whole conflict in Into Darkness. I can't. And uh, we've seen, we've seen in like, in Picard, for example, and uh, like how like the, the, the Federation like closing up, being totally afraid of, you know, like Romulans and external enemies and like all this and like terrorism and how it, 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 
putrefied basically all the the um, political relationship and diplomacy and i wonder like after having like imagine we would take out of the map the eu like just all of it in a second the world would go in a totally different yep. way and i feel you know they they swing very they swung very big with O nine, but then they were like maybe we don't want to face the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's very totally true. Different, but they still yeah. like I, having like these plot that are like super you know like dark and so on. So I wonder if because it's gonna be if we do I do think that if it's a Star Trek four, uh, it's not gonna be right smack after Beyond. It has no. to be like ten. It's years, gonna be ten years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years, fifteen years after Beyond. What happened? And even maybe it's not dark. Maybe it's, you know, it, it, it's like after Third World War, maybe in Star Trek, it's like actually flourished. Like a new, and people like, like realized yeah. Maybe, maybe um, the Roman Empire like uh, crumbled because imagine doing something like that. Like that would crumble the, the empire also, you know? And well, what happened um, down there? I, I would actually disagree with you on that. I would say that the Romulans would be quicker to come to the table because it wasn't the it wasn't actually the Romulans doing it, right? Like, obviously, they get blamed because it's Nero and they're Romulans, but you have to remember, they're from the future, and all of a sudden, you have Starfleet and the fucking Vulcans being like, yo, y'all just destroyed a planet. We are going to do, like, our absolute damnedest. Do you really to- think it's the first time that Romulans de- destroy a planet? Let's go. <laughs> okay, straight up destroy a planet? Yes. Yeah, no. Oh, I think I get super damn planet in the main uh, main timeline. So, you know. <laughs> can I get super nerdy and bring up something from the comics? No, this is a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so the comics like with the Vulcan trying to get revenge on Romulus? This one? Uh, no, not I wasn't thinking about that one. I was thinking about the one where Spock goes to Romulus. Uh, there's one of the later ones, Spock, oh. uh, n- not Spock, Spock Prime. Sorry. Okay. Spock oh, yeah, yeah, Prime, yeah, yeah. Spock Prime goes to Romulus and is basically, it's like, I, I believe he does a mind meld with like the lead one. And it's just like, hey, like shit's getting bad, is going to get bad. So, and I think we might have brought this up when we were doing um, the TNG Kelvin pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That they, they had ambassador spock for a good number of years trying probably trying to push for unification and that is absolutely going to change the political landscape and they know about the supernova way before yeah way before so anyway i i think i i I do want different aesthetics i do want more character exploration you know uh lean into the crew I don't know, like, what happens. I hope Uhura is still not a lieutenant, like, 15 years later. Like, please. like Make her a commander. Possible. She better be a commander. <laughs> um, and, you know, that we know what happened and why they're here and what they're doing. Maybe the crew is split and, you know, they get together. I would like something like this. Because I don't imagine that for 15 years they're still all serving on the Enterprise. That's absolutely whack. You know, I mean, I would think that maybe by this point, um, uh, Kirk is an admiral. Maybe Spock is captain of the Enterprise. Let's actually get to see Spock as the captain of the Enterprise. Because we never really got that. The one thing that would be weird about that is that Beyond ends with Kirk being like, eh, I'm not going to follow in my prime's yeah. footsteps and I'm mm-hmm. not going to take the admiral position. So that's that's fair. I would love to see the forever captain Jim Kirk who doesn't take the admiralty and like have to force his way back in. I like the idea of Jim Kirk being like, 
I'm on the front lines for life. Like I'm not. Okay. That's take, fair. Yeah. Mm. But on, on, on that note, we could still get Captain Spock because like Starfleet could be like, okay, we can't have our entire A team on the same ship. It's like if, if Kirk's not moving up, kind of like they did with Riker in, in TNG, where they were always like trying to get him to like move ship. Yeah. Yeah. I want to address what uh, Colin. I mean, he really should have. In the chat, Chris Pine has aged that much for sure. Yeah, but he looks like fine wine. Let's be honest. He, it, like, he looks he looks fantastic. I mean, like beast. Dungeon and in, Dragons. Um, like I uh, mean, Dungeon and great. Dragons, yeah, that was very good. Uh, they should do a movie like this. Oh, one oh it's not it's my it's my want, right? Yeah. I want something yeah. funny. Yeah. I want something yeah. funny. Like I want some humor, like humor like in why Joe? You know where you like kind of crack up, and there's like it's kind of absurd, but like you're in for the ride. Like I need something that is not absolutely depressing, because it's the TOS crew. It needs to be some shenanigans, some cowboy diplomacy, some aliens that make no sense. Like I, I want something light-ish with a yeah. plot, you know. Yep. And they've got an incredibly funny cast. Mm -hmm. They do. Like yeah. every single like John Cho, Simon Pegg, like obviously. Chris Pine. And I mean, like. Chris Pine, yeah. Yes. By the way, if you have not watched The Brother's Son on Netflix, just watch it for the John Cho cameo. I will not say anything else. Crack What's up, me Don up. Don Ranger Power? Welcome to the chat, my friend. Um, Keep going, Giraffe. If you could read Jesco's want, please. Yes. Uh, Jesco want. What do I want? Well, I be blunt. I don't care what the exact time or subject is so long as it's well written. Any idea can be made into something amazing with talented writers at the helm. I just hope that Paramount allows it to be art and not boiled down by corporate interference. So that is what I do not want. A movie full of inconsistencies, poor characterization, and a convoluted plot. So it was a want and a don't want. And it's a good one. Go ahead, MC. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, 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 listen, I'm going to be a bit like pessimistic. Never me, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but look at what happened. We had like very good movies this year. Like, But look at Barbie. Look at how Barbie was absolutely snobbed at the Oscar because you know it's like like I don't I, I think Greta Gerwig was snubbed I don't think that yeah, Margot Robbie was so. snubbed I think Margot Robbie Ro Margot Robbie was absolutely fine in that movie but I don't think that she was best actress worthy I think it's a fucking travesty that Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated, but I think it's a little bit over. No, but that's what about. I mean. Like, you know, like we're going to have again, the same directors, which is a problem because let's be honest, they're not going to take like a director out of the, you know, look what happened with the Marvels. Um, what's her name? Uh, the director. Um, I, I, I don't I'm remember. But I, I uh, it's a near, the, near the Costa, I think. Yeah. Oh, near yeah. The Costa. Yeah. And like what, how much shit got shoveled at her face. Um, when the movie was, I mean, I like the Marvel, like I'm literally wearing a Marvel's dress, like, and, and I'm like, you know, it just now, if you do like a big sci-fi movie, like a big franchise and you're not JJ Abrams or like Sam Raimi or, and oh, I love Sam real. Raimi, I fucking love Sam Raimi. Okay. This is not a, <laughs> but I mean, no, but he, it's fucked a great point. I what you're to say. he fucked up Spider-Man 3. Let's put that out there. <laughs> What's Spider-Man 3? Uh, <laughs> exactly 
But like, I feel like we're always playing it safe because they want to make money. And then when they don't play safe, like people are being shit to like the director. So I don't know. I do want to like some new people and new faces and new writers like who would write something like that is not what we are all expecting. But I don't think this is what is going to happen. It's going to be music by Jeff Russo. It's going to be... I mean, no. I mean, it's it's going to be Michael, Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, again, I love Michael Giacchino. But give it to Nami Melomad. Why not? Yeah. I mean, well, they should because yeah. she does his sound right? and does it better at this point. Yeah. Bring, like, new people. Especially if you want to do another trilogy. Trilogy. Like, because I feel it, it's going to be four, five, six, you know, something like this. Bring new, 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 right? They're like, not going to do new four, ideas. five, six. Paramount can't fucking afford it. Like, I wish, right? But, like, I think that this is, this is the last Calvin film. I think despite the stupid I, fucking prequel that they're thinking about doing. So why are they doing the fourth one? Like, they should I just think, start a new trilogy on something else. Honestly, Agreed. I Discovery. think that, uh, it, there could be four, five, six. It's it's go, it's going to depend on exactly how four does, and like Giraffe is saying that they need to do it. You know, they need to do something different with it. Yeah, um, yeah which no, they won't because they're gonna yeah. they're gonna bank on names, and even like you know when they announced like Star Trek four, and they were like, oh, we're gonna do Star Trek four, and then the actors were like, we were never contacted for this. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that? It was such a bad look. It was so bad. And Paramount lost so much money. It was bad. It was really bad. Um well, yeah. yeah. Uh my turn. Don't want. Uh I'm I'm gonna make this a very superficial don't want, but I'm I'm gonna go with it. The Enterprise A at the end of Beyond is is one of the most ugliest eyesores I've I've ever seen in my life. Please, if we're going to do Kelvin 4, pretend they didn't do the whole like rebuilding, making that Enterprise A, and just put the A on it with the, the one from the previous three, okay? Sticker. Just or, a sticker. That's, <laughs> that's all I need. Just like just like they did with the Constitution after, after Star Trek 4. Just make it that shit because that thing that they rushed to put at the end of the screen of Beyond. No, thank yeah. you. I mean, it's 10 years at this point that maybe we're on the beach. It's been refit. Kirk already blew up that shit. Yeah, Kirk, yeah, Kirk blew that one up a while ago. <laughs> yeah, it's the Excelsior class now. Um, oh, yeah. You know what would be cool? This is going into want, so I won't do it yet. I'll make that one of my wants because like Hawk. We set off Mike. I don't know quite what I want from these, yeah. but I just came up with one. That's what I don't want. Just keep the, the Enterprise that got destroyed and slap an A on it. Because that ship, I know you either love it or hate it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> keep that one. It's gorgeous and it's a hot rod. That's all I got to say. Just because of, we're talking about ship, you know that one of my pet peeve in Beyond is how when the ship falls... They all go forward and not backward. Oh yeah, that annoys me so much. Yeah, because it's dead wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. impossible. Like if you fall forward, if you fall in a box, you go back because you're lighter than the box. 
<laughs> made of steel. Do you, giant know, do you know what I loved about that movie, though? That um, because of what George Kirk did in the beginning of Kelvin and like getting like the shuttles and the escape pods out that they called the escape pods on the Enterprise the Kelvin, Kelvin pods. pods. I mm-hmm. love that. I love that. Well, that's yeah. the kind of thing I'm talking about when I'm speaking about new um, aesthetics. new aesthetics. Like, yeah. Or aesthetics, literature, art is all inspired by like, it's all like influenced by whatever the hell happens yeah. around us. Yeah. And that should reflect on everything. Yeah. Um, CBF's want. It's a good one. It's a good one. All I know is that there better be whales here. If not, <laughs> why even do Star Trek 4? This time, the whales save the humans. Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> I want whales. I'll take a, I'll take a redo of Star Trek Four. I would I would watch it. It would probably be you better. know one of one of the books actually redoes the motion picture. It has feature in it. One of the Calvin books. One one of the Calvin books, like the one by Alan Dean Foster, has feature in it. Is it still boring as fuck? No, it, it's oh my god. <laughs> It only appears very briefly, but oh, okay. it is in All there. Right. All right. Is it still the same V'ger or like, because it would still be the same V'ger, right? Like the Kelvin timeline I mean, wouldn't fuck any of that up. I mean, like the whole, it hadn't, it hadn't like, it, well, they, it was the Voyager probe. Like they hadn't actually, it hadn't actually gotten to the V'ger thing, the V'ger stage yet. Because it's, um, because it's earlier. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, we are back around, and now we are at don't wants for MC. MC, I'm sure you have a ton of don't wants as well as wants. Okay, I had one. I um, oh my god, what? it just totally went out of my head. Um, because I had all of these figured out. Um, my don't want for the Kelvin for Kelvin for um, I okay, um. Yeah, I'll say this. I don't want them to kill off Chekhov. Uh, it's Hot obviously dang. it's obviously Anton Yeltsin losing him was absolutely tragic. Um, I don't want him recast. Uh, I think that especially at the time it, it the the movie is going to be set, it's very easy to put him on the Reliant. Um, and I think that it would be uh, just a lot nicer, uh, as a memorial to, to Anton Yelchin to have Chekhov not be killed off, um, and, and just let him go off and have his own adventures, which I guess is a lot nicer. I don't want than uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of vitriol in it, but yeah, um, and I and I also don't want them to ignore all of the characters that aren't named Kirk and Spock because that has been a problem that they had for at least two of the movies. Star Trek Beyond did start to correct that, um, but even then, I mean, like you could, Sulu still got a bit of a short shrift. Um, so yeah, like let's do a proper um, ensemble piece because I actually do think like straight out the box kelvin did better with their main main cast i mean especially compared to tos where it was absolutely just like the main three uh and maybe a little bit of scotty um but they need to go further 
it's like I, I mean, like I was, you know, saying that you know, the Spockenohara needs to be like a thing in Kelvin Four, but that should not be the only thing that Ohura's got going for her. Yeah, I, I really like what you're saying about Chekhov too, and I think it's pretty well like established. I think most of the fan base wants just even like a line, like Sulu maybe has been keeping tabs on him and maybe even scotty because he's kind of his protege right like to take over engineering mm-hmm. like oh hey yeah like you know how's Chekhov doing oh yeah he's you know like second or first officer on the rely and he's killing it like he's doing a great job like it could just be that don't like don't do a deep fake don't do any of that bullshit don't do ai just a throwaway line he's okay he's thriving I doubt it's even going to be that. I think probably if it ends up happening on that, they just acknowledge that Chekhov died in something, you know, some sort of accident, some sort of maybe something spectacular. But they end, I guarantee you, they end up naming a ship after him in the new Kelvin verse. Yeah. But I mean, like, well, I mean, like, the thing is, they don't need to name a ship after him in the Kelvin verse because they've already got the USS Yelchin in uh, Discovery. In Discovery, which um, is such a nice, oh, I love that. Uh, and yeah, just, I don't want them to kill him off. Like they don't need to, like, it would just be a thing that would cause angst. And I want this movie to be happy and yeah, he's, he's off on the Reliant and he's doing awesome. Yep. Agreed. And I actually think that the actors would probably prefer that because I mean, I think one of the reasons why the actors are willing to come back, even though with all of the shit that Paramount put them through with Kelvin for is the cast are incredibly close to each other. Yeah. I mean, and especially Chris Pine and Anton Yelchin were remarkably close to each other. Yeah. And I have always had the theory that that might have been one of the reasons why Kelvin Four was put off for so long because he literally could not deal with the grief of doing it. Yeah. Um, Tara writes in the Prime Universe, Chekhov has descendants. Very true. We hear from mm-hmm. President of the United Federation of Planets. Um, I th- what, what was his name? Was it? Anton it was, an- Chekhov, it was, an- it was Anton yeah. Chekhov uh, in the finale of Picard. Um, and then Colin writes, yeah, I'd love more Bones and Scotty, which is funny because if you can read it, please, MC Matt Harker's want. Uh, before that, I'm just going to read Gene Kang said Chekhov is vacationing on Riza. He deserves some downtime. Permanent vacation I love that on idea. Riza. <laughs> he can do it. He can do it. He can do it. <laughs> uh, so Matt Harker's want definitely more Bones and Scotty their comic relief moments are the highlight of the series it would be fun to see more creative connects back to the Prime universe and more Romulans always here for more Romulans always I don't know I'm gonna <sighs> I'm gonna say that <gasps> I am not certain that I want Romulan Kelvin 4 not because- Kelvin 4 what? Not in Kelvin Four. I agree. Oh yeah, I feel like if I want, if they show up, I want something political. I want something like okay, you know, um, diplomacy or like something that I don't know. Like they integrated the Federation and well, joined the Federation, and you have Romulans on ships. Like I want something like this because if they're again like the big bad, I just think like it just doesn't work in like Kelvin Four. Well, no. they could almost do a take on the undiscovered country just with the Romulans instead of the Klingons, because like the whole like the whole um, ex- the, the the incident that caused everything to happen in the undiscovered country was like a um, like a disaster on Klingon, right? Like some sort of moon or something blew up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's kind of like shit. That's 
like the Romulans, like it's not happened yet, but they know their planet's going to blow up eventually. So they're, they're, they're in the kind of the same situation, just trying to get ahead of it. So they're doing the diplomacy now. Yeah, I don't I don't think that Paramount has like enough power like enough IDs. <laughs> That's why they have <laughs> to hire me in discovered country with the Romans, but yes, one thousand percent. Um yeah, I don't know. That's my main want. Hire me to write the movie. <laughs> As I, I, I I saw like some uh, I saw somebody talking about Jyla Elizabeth Dean and I was yes, like Jyla, I was gonna read captain that. of the Enterprise done easy bring it bring it fifteen years in the future absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah and yep. give that will give a role to Sophia a role to Sophia Butella that is not absolutely stupid because like I love her yeah. I think she's a great actress but she's been God how like, long did we talk about that some, movie. <laughs> Dumbass roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we talked about it for a long time. She's been in some terrible movies, but she's so good. The and I'm like, bring her back to Star Trek. Give her something. Like, yes. even stare. I don't care. Like, like, no more mummy. And you know how much I fucking love the original mummy. But like, um, I yeah, no, like, bring her back as Jala and Agreed. Captain of the Enterprise. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And she needs she needs Kirk for something. Yep. And uh and that's how she pulls back together the crew. Ooh, yes, here like we go. <laughs> Let's do another Star Trek four pitch. Um, yeah. Hawk, what do you want from Star Trek four? Well, all the talk of Romulan and the Romulus and the Romulans and the plight that they're in is kind of giving me this idea. And that, um, what if instead of like you know trying to do, redo the undiscovered country with the Romulans at the table and that you know kind of pleading for with the Federation for help and that and relocation and that, what happens if the destruction of Vulcan coupled with the foreknowledge that the Romulans will be facing a supernova emboldens them? Instead of uh, making them, you know, mm. want to retreat or come together in peace, and that maybe they start putting together, kind of, their, you know, they start making those moves on the chessboard, like we know Robinlands like to do, and that, you know, then maybe they consider the destruction of Vulcan the first move, and from there, and that begin like a lengthy strategy, in order to finally, you know, just eradicate the neutral zone and just like try and expand the empire out and to actually take on the federation. Okay. Uh, just like head cannon, uh, mm-hmm. something about the Kelvin verse. There's no way the Roman didn't know about Nero and his bullshit. Like there is no way that he was stuck. How long in a Klingon prison? Well, at least, well, let's see. He was, they were a long ass time. 20, it was close to 20 something years. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. There's absolutely no way in hell that the Romans didn't know about the Neruda, the Narada, sorry, and Nero and all this. Like they knew. I, I have the headcanon that I'm pretty sure any single Roman ship as some kind of like transponder or something that they can keep track of like old present future because they know of time travel and they're like a way to like I I cannot believe that this was under the radar like they knew and they let it go because they were like contacted them and it was just like hey we got like a political prisoner here and they were like yeah we don't want him like that guy is just like <laughs> They knew, they knew. Yeah. So that's that's not 
I mean, that's not a bad idea. But on the other hand, it's just like a classic teal. It's a classic Star Trek plot. Yeah. Romans are the bad guys and, you know. Yep. <laughs> I like Hawk's idea. I was going to say that earlier. I would love for like them to actually be maybe like the the good guys in a story, right? Like they're like let's not be fucking idiots. Like let's let's take advantage of the situation and do some some good, which I know is hard for the Romulans, but I think they're biologically incapable of it. Yep. I think they just the branch of Vulcans that could not deal with stuff and they just reproduce into oblivion and they're just all paranoid by default. <laughs> I do want to remind the listeners out there that we have talked about we we pitched Kelvin for actually I, th- I believe it was a live show at um, it was a Trek live Long show Island. at Truck Long Island and it was awesome. So if you want to go back and hear like all of our ideas for. Um, Kelvin four, we have it there, Indeed. and we also did. We also pitched uh, Kelvin TNG. Kelvin that was TNG, my first that episode. Was fucking wild was was that what that was? Um, Hulk, can you read Eric the Red's want, please? Sure, Eric the Red wants a sequel, definitely set it years later with the monster maroon uniforms, where Kirk comes out of semi-retirement as an admiral, has to get the crew back together minus Chekhov who is on the Reliant, for one last mission. Uh, one other idea is to have Eric's in Chekhov's place. I wouldn't mind seeing actual oh, I would Kelvin love that. Eric's gets some love rest. in this podcast. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, some live-action Eric's would be very yep. interesting. Yep, agreed. Agreed. I like it. I like it. Minus the Monster Maroons, and I love the Monster Maroon, but just keep the Beyond uniforms, because those things were... Those perfect, oh the, perfect the costumes and beyond are so good, and that wasn't even dude. And like we all know that Gersha Phillips is the queen, but like that wasn't even Gersha, and those uniforms are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also I mean I have to say with the monster maroons, like the monster maroons get a hundred fucking years to be around. Yeah, like yeah. let's give some more yeah. time for like the TOS uniforms. Agreed. Uh, people want to know if Porthos is going to ever reappear in the Kelvinverse after what Scotty did to poor Porthos the second. I, well, here's the thing: it wasn't Porthos. It was Porthos the second. Yeah, it, it, it might have third. been Aramis or D'Artagnan. Yeah, one of the three Musketeers. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe Scotty tried transwarp beaming on him. That dog is gone. <laughs> if I recall correctly. There was a deleted scene, like it was supposed to be a stinger that, oh, that the dog Porthos showed up. Re- reappears. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It, Porthos showed up, uh, not uh, whatever the dog's name was, showed up in my webcomic and was renamed Lacutest of Borg. Lacuteness of Borg. Lacuteness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. A uh, giraffe. What yes. don't you want from Star Trek Four? I don't want a movie in the direct vibe of the series we've got this year. I want something totally different. Like, I feel a lot of the series this year, except for animation, kind of had the same kind of stories-ish, you know? It was like Star Trek doing Star Trek, basically. and That's fair, yeah. And I'm like... I like Star Trek, so, you know, I'll eat it up. But it just, like, it lacked a little bit of the magic 
Yeah. That, you know, even, okay, a quality of mercy, for example, is Star Trek doing Star Trek, right? Mm -hmm. But that was wild. I was like, I I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, what is going to happen? But there's been a lot of episodes this year where I'm like 15 minutes in and I'm like, oh, this is what is going to go down. Right. You know, because there's 900 episodes of Star Trek. Like, I've seen this one. You know, like even the episode I like, like um, uh, Ad Astra Per Aspera, I was like, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, like, yeah we all <laughs> So clearly. But like, for example, um, the Elysian Kingdom, I was, I had no fucking clue where that episode was yeah. going, you know? And, and having something so funny, being so tragic, like I was like, wow, that's not, you know, I did not expect that. So I do not want a movie where like 15 minutes in I'm like oh they're doing the undiscovered country even if I would fucking like it you know right that's uh, fair uh, I, w- I would have an undiscovered country of the Romulans like absolutely <laughs> like I would watch it I would like it but I'm like I I don't want some I don't want something that is repetitive and that is borrowed and I I don't want something <laughs> And I know people are gonna be bad at me, but I don't want something too Star Trekky that is only for the fans, you know, where like you need to have like backstory of like like 15 years of Star Trek to be, oh, this is that person, and like they're doing that, and like blah blah blah. Like, for example, the can thing was stupid because you needed previous knowledge to be able like to gather what the fuck was going on and even and they should just not have done it like keep the same story but yeah I, I I think even a story I don't want a story with the big bad you know what I mean like a classic Star Trek episode that they turned into a movie Um, I do want a new kind of story which will not happen if they still hire always the same people but <laughs> one can dream that's kind of the worst thing about the franchise is like, you know, at this point in time, like, you know, producers think that they just kind of, you know, fans just want nods to like everything that they know before and that. And part of the magic of the original series, like to us into TNG and that was that every week you kind of felt like you were watching a short story, you know, and it was always a little different, every, you know, every time and that. And I think that that was probably the best era in that where you, it was kind of it had more of a referential nod to sci-fi writers and that. And like, you know, like just, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, this is one of the reasons why I love beyond because beyond has a lot of that. It's not, doesn't really have a lot of like winky. It's like, here's con. I mean, they have like the, uh, Balthazar edit. Edison. I think it was Balthazar Edison. Yeah, I couldn't remember which way around it went. But yeah, he was a Mako that was made a captain, and you see him in the Enterprise uniform. But that was just a quick little nod. That's not like it, you know, just kind of informs the story. And it actually, you know, it feels, makes you feel really good as a Star Trek fan rather than it being something that you absolutely need to understand. And even like the plot of that is not, uh, is quite different than anything that they really do for Star Trek. Um, the everybody separated from each other and having to meet back up together. So, yep. like for example, I don't know if you read the Enterprise War, which is not my favorite book. Yeah, but book. at least the story was not something I expected at all. <laughs> I mean, true. The book's fucking like, weird, like, though. What? <laughs> like that was wild. And like, um, yeah. So I. 
again, I'm, no, I'm doing all these like want and don't want and I know I'm not going to get that. So it makes me feel sad. That's all, you know. <laughs> you can dream. Uh, and then when you end up being right, you could smile and have that like Shia LaBeouf like, feeling like of him just like crying and <laughs> clapping in the movie theater. You know, it's like, <laughs> for example, take Marvel. Like they kind of do always the same movie at this point. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. that's very uh, true. Uh, but like Thor Ragnarok was like a movie I did not expect. None of it I expected, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's fun!" You know, the aesthetic was very different. The humor was here. Um, the plot was like not like I was like, "Oh, okay." People like, had the nerve to call that movie forgettable. Yeah, I just. That's wild. That's fucking that is wild. stupid. Is and you know, is. it was made by somebody that doesn't give a shit about Marvel. Mm-hmm. And that's how yeah. they did it. <laughs> so, and that's why it only worked once. Yeah. It, that's why they don't only walk. That is very true. Um, but yeah, yeah, I want something fresh. And I want something that, you know, non Trekkies can watch and enjoy. Yeah. Agreed. Um, wants 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 i i i feel like this is a want like a don't want mixed with a want but i i want jim kirk to be like the the first two even all three of these movies have been about him living up to the expect expectation of george kirk right because he Mm -hmm. dies right like jim kirk in tos and the movies is like god level hero guy like he, you know, George Kirk got to see him graduate from Starfleet Academy. We see it in Strange New Worlds. Youngest first officer in the fleet, youngest captain in the fleet, like gets commanded a flagship. The dude exudes confidence. This Jim Kirk does to a fault, whereas Jim Kirk in the Prime Universe does do it to a fault, but always gets away with it. This one doesn't. I want to see after the events of Beyond him finally move past that and be his own captain, but I want to see him also be a very different confident Jim Kirk. I don't want like cowboy diplomacy Jim Kirk. I want like good guy making the right decisions like not decisions that are cheating death and putting his crew in danger all the time. Like I want this Jim Kirk to really be dare I say almost like John Luke Picard but still with like the 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 Jim Kirk like feel an attitude he's just a, mm-hmm. a, a very like matured because like at the end of beyond making that decision to not like run away from the chair and become an admiral i feel like is such like a huge move to get away from from his father dying and i, I want to see that explored more even if it's 10 years later like have him become a really confident captain right like you know, I know we've all been saying some of you guys have said like moving away from the enterprise and getting them all back together. It would actually be really cool. It's like, you know what? I don't need to be captain of the biggest ship in the world. I'm all of a sudden the captain of like a B ship, but that B ship is doing really important things, but something at, in this next movie brings them all back together to be on the enterprise. Like I want to see that version of Jim Kirk. Risk I compl- is not our business. <laughs> 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 I completely get that. And I mean, like the first three movies, I believe he's, he turns 30 in the, in the first one. And I, so I think like he, for the first three movies, he's 
younger than Kirk in TOS the entire time. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, because in TOS, Kirk is in his 30s. He's 35. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, like, there's a fair uh, bit of distance between uh, Kirk and TOS. And and I feel like in, with uh, Beyond, he had reached, like, this sense of maturity that was quite different than TOS Kirk. And I, I, bringing up Jean-Luc Picard is actually, like, a really apt analogy because, and I mean, like you see, there's a, a Tumblr post that um, the screenshot goes around a lot, um, talking about the difference between Kirk and Picard, and how everybody like sees Picard as like this uptight and like nerdy guy. Meanwhile, when he was teenager, like he was like this wild guy who got his heart stabbed out by Nausikins because you know they were playing pool together or whatever. And that's kind of more what this Kirk is. So I think after everything he's gone through in the last three movies, like that's his version of getting his heart yeah. stabbed out. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Especially losing Pike, like losing Pike is his heart getting stabbed out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Matt Harker, it's what if he's more like the strange worlds Kirk to which I say strange worlds Kirk is TOS Kirk. So yeah. that's what I don't yeah. want. Yeah. I want, I, I know it's a different actor, but that's, it's that's that Jim Kirk is William Shatner Kirk. Like they're the same person. This is a very different Jim Kirk. So, I love Paul Wesley, and I think he's doing an incredible job. Um, but he's still the Shatner Kirk. Like, that's who he's going to be. Um, that's why Sam and him have that, like, dude, you're just trying to live up to dad. Like, you're you're trying to, like, one-up everything dad did. Like, you're a cocky son of a bitch. And he's like, yeah, I am. This is a very different Jim Kirk. So Very much. Um, this fucking movie that they randomly sprung on us, we're going to talk about for a bit. Uh, we're Where on does it come to? from? Uh, Where does there, there was an article about there's it. There's a whole article about it. Like it's Several. official article. Yeah. It's like some yeah, nerds yeah, from like stuff. No, 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 no. Like from like like <laughs> the big outlets. Yeah, like the big news outlets. A Kelvin prequel is in the works to which I will always say, isn't that just... TOS? No, Enterprise. Isn't Enterprise, that? yeah. Enterprise. It's already TOS. It's, yeah. already it's already TOS. It's already TOS. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Enterprise. So I, I don't I don't get what they're trying to do. It could be Discovery. And, well, yeah. it, it, hmm. I, I should also mention that it, it's the Andor director who is supposed yes, to the be Andor director working on it. Is, it could be Strange New World and it could be Discovery. Like it, it's a prequel of like... Strange uh, New World uh, is, uh, is 09. <laughs> yes, like that, that era yeah. is like... It, the, it would be a really weird prequel. Like they'd have to do like this movie has to be one of two things. And obviously we're going to talk about these. Um, it's got to be the Romulan Federation war. Or, Everybody loved enterprise. And so let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Yum, yum, pod. <laughs> yeah. So if they say it's a hundred uh, years, they haven't, they haven't, they haven't, they haven't said here, but yeah. like you, the, the, what uh, this, this hurts my brain so much because if they do a prequel, it's got to be Kelvin, and you could tell the story okay. of him. But like Chris Hemsworth Sorry, is aged, and you can't do George sir? Kirk. And Chris Hemsworth will sir, not come sir, back. No. To I you. have, I have a question. Yes, Sorry, yes, like, sub commander. And like, correct me because maybe I'm just being dumb. The Kelvin timeline until the Narada shows up is the same timeline. Is the normal yeah. timeline? Is the right? normal yeah. timeline? We all agree. Yes. Okay, so. 
basically, it's just a TOS prequel, right? It's, it's just going to be an Enterprise movie. Yes. It's not going to be a Kelvin Enterprise I mean, movie. It depends on it depends on where it is, because I don't know where this 100 years came from. It's not going to no, be 100 they, years No, they've not before. said anything about it's, years. They have not. If it's, going to, if it's going to be a Kelvin prequel, I bet you anything, it is going to be the aftermath of the Kelvin incident. Uh, Which so I don't. I just don't need Nardash a movie about. I, I don't. I'm. I'm just and saying. Like this is what how yeah. I would. Yeah. Because before that, it anyway. It's the prime time. It's we all pr- agree on yes. this. No, right? no, no. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's not. It's not okay. being weird. That's that's a hundred percent the truth. That's hundred percent. That's that's why uh, um, uh, Eddington. Or not Edison. Sorry, I keep on getting confused with the guy from Deep Space Nine. He's wearing a straight up uh, yeah. Enterprise, Enterprise uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's even a shuttle pod. Okay, so, okay, continue, please proceed. <laughs> so, so that's where we're at. This this whole fucking concept, con, con, I can't even speak English. This is so dumb. This whole concept makes no sense and shouldn't be made, but we're gonna do it anyway. I don't have a lot of wants, but we're gonna try anyway. MC, your want for a theoretical garbage Kelvin prequel film? You put me right on the spot by doing the want sure first. Did. I mm-hmm. I could have done the don't want first. Uh, I fuck it. I, I want a movie about Amanda Grayson. Get Winona Ryder and we'll do an entire Amanda Grayson movie. I'd watch it. Oh my god! But that means she, they're gonna like deep fake her. Like like they like, wouldn't have to because they made her look older. They made her. They already they they, made they, her look they older. aged makeuped her in in '09. Yeah, but. She kept. She's like older now. She than still she looks was really in young. Like Stranger okay. Things, she looks. Like, I don't want. I don't want any deep fake like shenanigans. Like, I don't. I don't think they would have to. No, I, like, think, I think it's still just. Do, I mean, like, legit it's a, depending on when you depending on when you put it, you could just you know, it's it's been what fifteen years since oh nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. You said it when Spock yeah, is 15, like 10. Yeah, it's 15 years. Yes. <laughs> said it when Spock is like 10 or something. That that way you could work. Give you know, us Michael. Have, yes. Young Michael. That's what I was just going to say. Saying. Young you Michael. You don't have to do an Enterprise prequel. You can do a Discovery prequel. <laughs> but yep. for real. No, no I, I'm laughing because like actually now that I've talked myself into this it's like yeah I do. <laughs> this is you what can I would be watch. you can you can do like yeah when michael was young and like you know um i mean if she exists because like you don't know that the klingon did the same thing and all that you know like but that that doesn't have to be a hundred years in the past it can be yeah. just like 30 year before 09 i totally wrote this story by the way <laughs> eric summers give us prime Lorca. To which I say, Prime then this Lorca, should just be a fucking Kelvin. discovery. Prime Lorca or Kelvin, no, or Kelvin pr- pr- first Lorca. It would still be, if we're doing a prequel that's before the Narada, it's Prime <laughs> Lorca. But he would. Well, no, he, okay, mm, wait. Fuck. No, if you. No, like Prime Lorca, this. No, okay. Ula. <laughs> if, okay, there's, we, we there's can, two can, different things. There, we, can, we can spin the fact that Prime Lorca disappeared from the Prime Universe because they sent him to the Kelvinverse, and then that's an interesting story. But I don't think the majority of the public is going to be able to compute that story. Yeah, that, that's a lot. <laughs> Yummy on Pod's also right, and this is honestly what I would love to see. Be bold and go balls deep into the temporal Cold War nonsense. Fuck yes. 
would watch that. I mean, the temporal agents have got to be really pissed that there's an entire like alternate. Well, they're pissed reality. enough that they weren't able to do anything about like fixing the branch. Like they decided to just let it go. So that's a story in itself. Yeah, of course. Then that like starts to get into like Loki territory. The thing yeah. that would be good though with a prequel, if like forget the fucking Enterprise prequel, it makes no sense to do a Kelvin versus Enterprise. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. But like a prequel would mean that they could play with a lot of like discovery information, a lot of discovery like actors, a lot of Strange New World stuff. But at that like, point, just make a fucking disco Strange New Worlds movie. Well, yeah. It doesn't need to be called Kelvin. I don't know why they're fucking but the throwing the word like, Kelvin into this. Even if they do this. a prequel, I don't understand. If they're doing Star Trek Four, it's because they want the crew with Chris Pine and like Zachary Quinto. The, if they do this a prequel, is my what's whole... the point of doing a Kelvin verse? Yeah, I mean, like that. This is why I'm in love with the Kelvin timeline. It's not because of like the deep geopolitical state of the Kelvin verse. It's because I fucking love this cast and I love this the versions of these characters. Yeah. So, like, they're doing anything outside of those characters doesn't really interest me. Like, I mean, unless they do, like, decide to do a TNG Kelvin first movie, which actually, please don't do, because I'm already kind of sick of the TNG oh, two characters. TNG movies shoot me. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like, that's what I was that, that's what I was about to say. But, yeah. I mean, the reason I love the Kelvin verse is because of the actors. So, like, what's the point? I, but I would be interested, I would be interested if we did get, like, an Amanda Grayson movie with like teenaged Michael. And we actually saw like a difference because frankly, I'm of the opinion that Spock and Michael have a much better relationship in the Kelvin verse. And that's why Spock is like straight up more in touch with his humanity. Cause he's certainly very and in touch with humanity. He has a black fetish. I... <laughs> <laughs> wow. We just went there. Okay. Hey, Sorry. Um, um, what was I saying? Yeah, well, if they do, like, are we getting a disco movie technically with section 31? Like, people can bitch yeah. as much as they fucking want, it's still a discovery movie, okay? So, they don't calling that because people are stupid, but it is a disco movie, so we're getting a disco movie, right? I mean, if I, I don't know, if it's gonna be a movie, but like, you know, we're getting section 31. So, my over, like, just because, like, it makes me think of that, they would be dumb enough, listen. I don't. I remember us talking about it, but I don't know. We talked about it on the pod. But if they're doing a prequel, I'm gonna tell you the premise is gonna be: we're gonna go back in time to stop at the destruction of Vulcan. They miss and they end up Enterprise time. And then you have Kelvin mm. versus Enterprise because they do a time incursion from the Kelvin verse into the Enterprise with French. Please stop. My, You're my hurting my brain so much right no, now. No, you don't get it? I know I get it. It's still just yeah. like, ow. This is the only ow. way they can do... This is the only way they can do a Kelvin prequel. Or they do a discovery time with like young Michael and like this cast Lupita Leongo. Like I'm gonna say it again <laughs> because it can be the it can be disco is after the Narada, so you know it's like other people for yeah. sure. Um, but if discovery even existed in the Calvin, yeah, first, exactly. Yeah. Like you don't know what the fuck happened, right? But like, like if they t if they go in this two in between and it's still the Kelvin verse. But I'm telling you, if they're doing like a prequel, prequel, and they want to go like 
beginning of the Federation, they still ha- they still want that cast. There's no way they're doing a Kelvin verse movie without that cast. It's gonna be the Enterprise. It's like it's gonna be a first contact, but with Kelvin versus Enterprise. It's gonna be something like this. There's no way they do a Kelvin verse movie without the original cast. Could we possibly get a movie with the Kelvin first cast and like Scott Bakula? President Archer? Yes. Of the Federation, which I still would love to see. Future Man is actually Kelvin versus. No, but I mean, like, listen, like, (laughs) Yum Yum Pod is legit up to something with a temporal Cold War like movie. The the Kelvin verse we know was part of the temporal Cold War. Like, do something with that. You know, do something like. Bring this is this is actually a great way to bring Scott Bakula back. But um, again, it is not Calvin verse. If they're doing Star Trek no, Four and they're doing no, Star I Trek know. Four, it's Calvin verse, and it's gonna be that damn yeah. ship with everybody on board, <laughs> like a hundred years before. And then maybe they bring back like Scott Bakula and all this, and they do an Enterprise like like timeline. But they can't do a prequel of Calvin without time jump. We 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 are going so late on this. Yummy Pod writes the film is about saving Trip Tucker. God damn it, Yummy Pod. No, no, I don't care about <laughs> no. Florida man. Fuck him. Um, MC, could you read Chris's "Don't Want," please? Chris's "Don't Want." I'm curious what a prequel would be given where the timeline diverges. I don't want them to try to go back, whether it's to save octopuses or a prequel. It's octopi, sir. Correct. <laughs> also, Octopodes. I don't want. I don't want another checkoff. I want him to be on some missions so he cannot join. Uh, go back to Star Trek Recording. 4. Yeah, I forgot yeah, to cut but, that out. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I mean, like, I think we've been spiraling on that for the last 10 minutes. So, Chris, we're, we're right there with you, friend. We're right there with you. So I think we'll 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 go right along to Hawk. Um, what don't you want from this? I'm so confused on this still. So I think I'll just go to the production side of it. No, one thing I don't want is ever to hear the uh, line come from Paramount Plus and that, or Paramount wherever. Uh, yeah. JJ Abrams amount. Sky JJ Abrams is coming back to write the ship. Oh, I mean, God. it could be. It could I'm getting, be worse. I'm getting they tremors. Could say it could, no, Tarantino's I vision comes true finally. <laughs> Tarantino, whatever. He's just talking out of his ass. That's what Tarantino does. Has Quentin Tarantino ever not talked out of his ass? Exactly. No, but I mean, it'd be like a, you know, with Skydance and everything, like, yeah, I'm possibly taking on, you know, like a a bigger financial role in these. You know, it's like part of me really fears that, you know, like JJ comes back to try and give it another go in that, you know, and it's like, honestly, after, you know, Rise of Skywalker. After that South Park Rise of Skywalker, that, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. JJ exactly. Abrams doesn't have any interest in coming back to Star Trek. He only did it as an audition reel for Star Wars. Mm. Uh, and like, I mean, I've talked before about, you know, beyond how much I loved it. Like, I mean, you had Simon Pegg and a bunch of other people writing it and they did a really good job on it. And um, was it Justin Lin who did it? Who directed yeah, it? Yeah. Justin yeah. Lin. He did a really good job directing it. Like he and did. It, and it was very different from what Justin Lin usually does. Yeah. True, um, he does like the Fast and Furious, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If I think I could say this with a straight face and and stay true to it, and I I would I would also have to say with the preface being that this podcast didn't exist because if it did, I'd have the responsibility to go see it. But I think if JJ directed 
a Kelvin prequel or Star Trek four, I would probably not go see it. Oh, I, come I, no, on. I, no, like no bullshit. I not after Rise of Skywalker. Like, oh, you made that one too. Oh, that was a bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is what I mean. Like, not like, after like, Rise oh of Skywalker. God. You know, and it's like, but he's all, he's had see. so much influence over the course that has taken since two thousand nine, and that and it's like okay, like he really did a great job bringing it back and that, but like, you know, then like Into Darkness kind of sucked. Uh, even, Stop you know, it! As as MC said, it was like his audition reel on that for Star Wars. Even though, like you know, I think he brought a real a lot of passion to 2009. So you know, it you know didn't just feel like I somebody auditioning not, for another franchise. But I would not go watch a Zack Snyder. Oh, is where I draw Jesus, the fucking line. No, <laughs> like again, another director. It's like I, I really, mean, at least just with like, the prequel, we know who's directing it. They've already said. Yeah, if it's a prequel, have they said that? The yeah, it's the Andor. Yeah, the, the, guy it's the guy from Andor. Andor. Yeah, is this, yeah, okay, good. I mean, like, which listen, lo I loved Andor, Andor, mm -hmm. but Andor works as a series, does not work as a movie no. mm -hmm. at all. Um, um, JJ, is, I... JJ is really good at number one, the first film in a series. It mm -hmm. has been said about him, and it's not like he could do a setup. The dude, like, it's like he he can't come. He can't finish. Like, he just, he can't. Like, he cannot finish. And just let him his... put down his fucking mystery boxes and then get out. Yep. Also, one of his uh, problems as a director is, like, he relies a little too much on member berries and that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You guys saw the South Park episode and that, the kind of, you know, where they, like, the U.S. government tried to... Mission Impossible 3 the... was fun, Yum Yum Pod. <laughs> I have a bit of oh, sorry. a maybe controversial opinion. I don't think it matters who directs it. I, I don't think Star Trek has ever been like seriously built off of having big name direct. Look at the best Star Trek movies that are out didn't there. We, didn't we agree that Jonathan Frakes was going to... Well, he, direct, I mean, he's going to do the TNG He should direct all of them. But I mean, like all the best, best, all Star, Trek. The best Star Trek movies have always been done by people who have been in Star Trek. Like it's Leonard Nimoy and Jonathan Frakes. They they Nick, did the best. Uh, hold, do not hold say on, hold William up, Shatner. Do Nick, not say hold William Shatner. No, seriously. No, no, Nicholas Meyer. Nicholas Meyer yeah, directed, that, I think, the two best Star Trek that, movies. That's that's fair. Yeah. Nicholas Meyer did... Um, but also worked with me uh, with Nimoy on. Yeah, yeah, fair. I think both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Star Trek's never been built off of like really name. And I think when they do bring in like these, you know, basically name brand directors, where it's just like somebody you know did some hot shit, and that's been like the problem they've been having with Kelvin. It's like Kelvin Four. Every time there's somebody who's been hot for a minute, it's. Paramount's been like, come in and do Kelvin 4. And then they agree to do it. And so then you get a bunch of articles where it's just like, so and so is going to be doing Kelvin 4. And then you know, they actually go get another job that they're more interested in doing. They need to get a director that actually is interested yeah. in doing Star Trek. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Hawk, can you continue on to read Jedi Cat's Want, please? Sure. Let me just. This up here again, Jedi Cat want. I have only one want for the Kelvin prequel film for it to be about Archer's Enterprise. Seeing a Kelvin verse reimagining of that crew and their adventures would be interesting. And that's how Giraffe's idea 
kind of works that they make a temporal incursion and fuck things up and somehow Nero goes back to that time and it's that crew like that could be interesting um i want president archer i i still love the president archer idea as well 100% i think we should see like honestly i i don't think especially it's still, go ahead listen if i end up like time traveling and i end up at ta- at archer time the guy who knows best about temporal cold war and like temporal incursion and all this is Jonathan Archer. It's true. 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, a want for me is if you're going to do this and you're going to call it Kelvin, like with the Kelvin aesthetic, I still don't think that it necessarily needs to be called like it doesn't. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to say this because, again, it's not Kelvin. But if you're going to do a prequel to those movies and to TOS, just give us a conflict we've never seen on the screen before, and that's the Romulan Federation War, which is like one of the most major conflicts in the Star Trek in Star Trek history that we've never seen. How dark that would be! It would like, be dark would, like, as fuck. There were nukes, and like like the nukes. Federation were still using nukes, like give us that give us that dark film like i want to see i mean really it should be like a mini series but you could do it as a movie give that to Star Trek Romulus. yeah Let's go but a draft i teased you yeah we, we should know, write that series um that's not a pre i mean i guess it is a prequel to kelvin and that you know it's a prequel to everything everything uh. yeah but like if you're gonna yeah, do a movie, i don't think people understand how the timeline works like no no um, that's why I'm still just like confused as all hell about this. But um, you know what? You know who else doesn't understand how the timeline works? Paramount. Paramount. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? True. <laughs> that's why they got Tawny on the writers, uh, writers for Starfleet Academy. Bless. Uh, I mean, I'll volunteer to write this one too. I mean, yeah. I don't really want to, but like, I can. I mean, I'll end up writing my fucking like Amanda, Michael, and yeah, right, Spock movie. Right. Um. <laughs> I put Trouble 2.0's mailbag in here as wants and don't wants just because I thought it was a very well thought out and written mailbag. This is for both films. It would be interesting to see a, this is our last mailbag of the night, by the way, uh, a backstory film with how the attack changed. We talked about this a little bit, uh, how the attack changes the course of everyone's lives, specifically Kirk. We get a small insight into the deleted scenes for the 09 film, but there's definitely more there that both Kirk and the rest of the characters, it would be nice to see the introduction into bone situation too. And finally meet his daughter. Cause we know he has a daughter. Oh, give yeah, us Joanna. Yeah. Um, however, I'm not a big fan of the prequel idea because I think they left a lot of things open at the end of beyond. Yes. Uh, pagan, the other writers said they weren't looking to kill off Chekhov, but had a plan for him. And I was interested, interested to see how that would be played out. I get what they are doing though with not wanting to pay Pine Ramsworth uh, what they want to do uh, to the original film, but I'm still holding out hope on that one, and so are all the actors. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've we talked about this in depth. As, as, as far as, like, the prequel stuff, yeah, I mean, that's how you do the prequel. Show us the direct effect that on Kirk of George Kirk dying, of, you know, how Spock, you know, climbed the ranks of Starfleet. Like, I don't think that Spock was an instructor at Starfleet Academy in the Prime Universe, he's not. He's he's serving under Pike on the Enterprise, so we know that yeah. that's not the case. Um, you know? Explain the shit with Uhura, where Uhura's like a lot older than she is. <laughs> and yeah, 
They're like, what? What's she doing? Yeah. Um, and you, you, there's yeah, a lot then, of stuff that. Again, we can't have the crew. I I don't want to fucking peak girl if there's not the crew. I mean, I I get it. I'm just grasping at them again. I don't have room yeah. anymore for more <laughs> Like, like. Like you'll you're find room again. Lapita Nyong'o. <laughs> um, oh my god. Also, like, can, good time. can Paramount get over its hard on for casting Chris Hemsworth in a star, another Star Trek movie? It's not going to fucking happen. Like they've been, they've been on this for fucking not years. Not to mention I mean, that like, after you, what Chris Hemsworth found out about him, you know, having like the Alzheimer's gene, he's very much like picking and choosing his roles and taking yeah. a step back from acting. So, and yeah, and I don't think he's going to be like, well, that Star Trek movie, like, I really want to go in and do that. He's he's not going to want to do it. And I think Hemsworth is actually the one who was really kind of holding up the money issue. Pine's willing to do it. Pine's willing to do a Star Trek movie, and he wants to do it for cheaper. Are. Then I think they yeah. all are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Quinto was at Vegas this year. Yep. Yeah. They cast Carl Urban as Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Like, come on. <laughs> what seriously? Oh yeah, yeah. No. I hadn't heard that, and I love. Oh it. yeah, they're filming it right now. He did a he did a behind. <laughs> even the though I hate, even though I hate Johnny Cage, it should have been the Miz from WWE, but that's another story. <laughs> um, I have no, I did not get that reference. No, like the Miz, the Miz <laughs> is like a wrestler, but he's also like a C list Hollywood actor. He's would be the perfect Johnny Cage. Um, anyway, I have no idea. It's okay. All of these words it's, you're saying. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This what is what I get for trying to talk about wrestling on a Star Trek show. Even though The Rock was on Star Trek, he laid the smackdown. Tsunkatsu. Yep. Um, giraffe. Don't I, want. Don't want. I, I'm very sure. I, don't, I want. don't want a movie. Well, I don't want a movie that just ignores everything we know. You know what I mean? I just don't want like an enterprise like Kelvin and they just don't explain how yeah. the fuck it's possible. Yeah. Or like, I, I, I'm I, too much of a Star Trek nerd to not like when things don't line up. I mean, they don't line up often, but they kind of make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, no, I don't want something to just ignore everything and be like, yeah, it's Kelvin Enterprise. Why not? Yeah, no, I don't want that. Don't need That's a Kelvin Enterprise. Want. Huh? We don't need a Kelvin Enterprise. Like, even if it was possible, we didn't. We I don't need I it. I don't really have a problem with that, to be honest. Like, as long as it's like them going back, I don't want a Kel Star Trek Four without the crew. I yeah, I don't see the point. Like, just do another Star. Like, just do another Star Trek movie. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, do a new one. You know, don't do a Kelvin if there's not the Kelvin there's yep. crew. Yeah, agreed. Um. We're going to try and go through these last few because we're running out of time. Hawk, your want from this, if there is one. I'm still so confused. It's hard to formulate like a want when you have so little to go on in that as far as like, you know. Because this is a dumb idea. It really is. What I want is God from this. I don't know. God likes, God likes species and that for them to confront. Just throw that out there. They've had the a dumb giant movie. green hand. Something oh, like yeah. that, right? You know, where it, it comes down to a battle of wits and that with whoever it is and that that they're actually choosing to focus on for this battle of wits. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I had more on here, but I think I just forgot to update the outline. Does anybody 
need to or want to go again on this? Are we good? Did we go through everybody? I have. I because I, I, no, no, I actually am on here for. A oh, yeah, you are. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't want them to reverse the Kelvin first because that is something no, that I shouldn't. worry that they might do if they did a prequel where it's just like we're going to save the and I I've, I think they've talked about this before where and yeah, that was like something they were going to do with the saving the dad like saving yeah. the Kelvin yeah that's why they wanted Fuck no. Hemsworth See, I totally would have seen that if Quentin Tarantino had done the movie and that he would have Quentin definitely Tarantino tried. wanted to do a piece of the action and that's not even me making a Quentin Tarantino joke he straight up said he wanted to do a remake of a piece of the action and he was also talking about his favorite episode being yesterday's enterprise you know and like trying to he was originally thinking of coming up with a if he was going to do the movie coming okay. up with an episode like around that devil's advocate i watched that devil's advocate <laughs> ron moore said in multiple interviews that yesterday's enterprise was supposed to be generations and they nixed it and eventually like this is timey-wimey bullshit ron moore came up with the yesterday's enterprise idea to be a movie. And then I think they were like, nah. And then they turned it into the episode. It, it's complicated, but that's what they wanted the first TNG movie to be. I mean, that would have been such a good yep. fucking movie. That would have been good. Yep. And it was supposed like to the involve end of that yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Every time. And if, the, if they had done like for Oh nine, if they had reversed the timeline, it w- I would been sad but it would have made sense but after now they've established it over three movies no you can't erase it like these are i don't think anybody in this timeline would let them erase it because it's like they've they're their own people they're yeah. not the they're not the prime universe versions of them yeah it's like jordy yeah. in um in voyager yep oh yeah timeless my like, favorite episode what about yep. my family and me and my life yep. and all this yeah yep. Which is what funny about though Spock because Horus baby. Yeah, g- thank you, MC. <laughs> thank you. Um, but you know what's funny about what you just said about Jordy? We're getting completely off topic, but it's timeless, so I'm going to talk about it. Jordy was all about them trying to fix the timeline, right? Like, even though he says that, he goes, "You know what? Like, if I was in your position, I'd be doing the same thing." But I'm a captain, and it's my job to stop you. <laughs> and I really, I really it, respected it, it at, the, at the end of that episode. And that's where the Orville fucked up an episode, which was, had a good oh. premise, but then they went weird. They fucked that up so bad. They fucked that up so bad. And, like, the premise was very good. Like, I was here for the premise. Like, somebody that ends up, like, locked and, like, be like, no, I don't want to go back. Uh, but this was... they That episode, episode had the potential to be so good and ended up being so and cringe. This is how I feel for the Orville about like all the last season of the Orville. I was like, has the potential to be like good stories, but why is it so cringe? What is so weird? Like it makes me feel uncomfortable. I was like, I don't the first watch episode, woman. The first episode of that season is probably like one of my least yeah, yeah. favorite episodes yeah, of television ever, weird. ever, ever. I was like I feeling it. like. I can't. I don't think I can watch this. Yeah, Hawk, what are you gonna say? I, I, I watched like three episodes of the new season. I didn't go back. It actually yeah, ends really strong, but mm. it's it's hard even after like that episode to want to finish well, it. But I did, and it ended really well. All like the xenophobia spewing hero, which is like loved by everybody and get redemption. I was like, eh, I don't like this. Don't she know. was fucking awful too. Ugh. So bad. Anyway, so bad. anyway, I was gonna uh, say, we if really you got off. well, <laughs> if you want, go listen. To, I think they're on 
I think we released those to the public too. Our Orville last season bonus pods are available on our stream. So listen to those because we talk about all those cringeworthy things with me, Karen, and Matt. Draft, did you ever actually make it to one of those? I know you wanted to and you no, didn't. No, because I fucking hated, hated it so it. bad. Yeah, I was like, right. I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. It makes me feel like uncomfortable. Like, really. Yeah. I like my neck crawls. Like, it was I'm like, bad. I don't want to watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it for this one. Uh, this was good. This was really good. Um, I feel like both of these episodes, these two episodes we've done the past two weeks, have been really good for our wants and don't wants. There's a lot of good ideas that are never going to see the light of day, unfortunately. Um, go buy Star Trek Defiant Annual because you can get, you actually have to special order that cover. Um, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. You should. It's all about Sela. It's all about Sela. Nice. Look you, at that. You should get it. Oh, God, and Paramount, hire me, please. And Paramount, I need a job. MC. Yeah. Before we go, she can fix the timeline. God damn it. Before we go, <laughs> let's go over what we're going to do in January because Jan- I'm sorry. In February, January is over. I can't believe that already. Oh no. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We have a really fun schedule for February. Not only is it February, it's black history month. So we're going to be doing some cool stuff for black history month as well. Next week, we are going to do <laughs> because it's primary season. So we're going to do our own state of the union. We're going to do State of Star Trek with this whole Skydance merger with Paramount possibly happening, Starfleet Academy happening, Disco ending, what's going on with Star- like Strange New World Season 3 filming, Lower Deck Season 31. 5, Prodigy Season 2. What's going on with Star Trek? What's happening? Where is it going? What do we, maybe some more brief wants and don't wants, just kind of the general state of the franchise. We're going to do that. That's going to be next week. Then on the 8th, who wants to say it? Because it, it's hard for me to say it, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finally do it because we've never done it. What are we doing on the eighth, guys? What do I not like talking about? What do I ban people for talking oh, about? Oh yeah, we're doing okay. the two vex episode. <laughs> we're we are doing a two vex episode. <laughs> Which hey, is- I have a lot of things to say about two vex, and it's not hatred. I think it's a very interesting story to discuss. Well, there yes. you go. <laughs> we're gonna get it all is. into it. Oh yeah, it's like Star Trek doing stupid shit again, but like, <laughs> but like with a very interesting take for once. Like this it's is why Julian wants people to do. Like it's like the good old Star Trek doing bullshit, but it's interesting. No, yeah, I, I'm excited about MC this. MC was MC was about to say this is why I want her to learn OBS, but like honestly, I just yeah, exactly. rewatched. I I just rewatched the episode to feel to see if I changed my mind about it. I didn't, so like I can't wait to just be like, no, everybody's fucking wrong. <laughs> Um. Yeah, we're literally the next that the title of the episode is going to be like, yeah, we're doing two vics. Um, <laughs> two fifteen, the fifteenth of February, we are going to celebrate the engineers, uh, some amazing black engineers. We are going to talk about Jordy, and we're going to talk about Bolana Torres, two great engineers on both Voyager and the Enterprise, and the bullshit that they had to deal with on a daily basis. Then on the twenty second, we are going to talk about. The very weird, possibly romantic, probably not, but they've definitely fucked a couple of times dynamic between Jack Ransom and Beckett Mariner. And then on the 29th, we teased this last week, but Hawk and I are in the middle of reading it. We are interviewing him next week for a episode that are released at the end of the month. End of the month. We're interviewing David Mack, who is the author of the brand new seven of nine novel Firewall. So that'll be our episode at the end of the month. A lot going on in February. It's going to be fun. Tuvix, I, I waited for <laughs> almost four years, and we're doing it. You finally. held out. You I held, held out. out. <laughs> I held you out. 
We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Um, Brush up on your trolley car uh, lessons. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Anyway, folks, that is going to do it for this one. It has been fun revisiting the Kelvin verse for a couple hours. For MC, for Draft, for Hawk, I am Julian. I will say live long and prosper. Sarcastic Vulcan salute. Majram and good night. Thanks for beaming into our podcast today. If you want to keep the hailing frequencies open, you can subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Like what you hear? Put in a good word with Starfleet and leave us a five-star review.